with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. Yesterday morning, the city of Hampton discovered a substantial water main break in town about 100 feet west of the intersection of Highways 3 and 65 along Highway 3. Hampton Public Works Director Doug Tarr tells Radio On The Go News a large water main ruptured. In fact, Tarr says it may be the biggest break he's witnessed working for the city. Tarr says it's okay for residents to use water on a conservative basis other than in the immediate area of the water main break. Water lines have been rerouted so most of the city will see normal water pressure. Thursday night, the Hampton City Council approved a resolution to take additional action for the authorization of a loan and disbursement agreement and the issuance of not to exceed $2,250,000 in water revenue capital loan notes. In other business, the Hampton Council denied both alternative equipment proposals for the water treatment plant improvements. A public funeral service will be held Wednesday for Algona Police Officer Kevin Cram, who was shot and killed in the line of duty while serving an arrest warrant this past Wednesday evening in Algona. Visitation will be from 4 to 8 p.m. Tuesday at the Ed and Betty Wilcox Performing Arts Center at 600 South Hale Street in Algona, with a funeral service set for Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. at the Arts Center. A private graveside service will be held at a later date. Oakcrest Funeral Services in Algona is in charge. A memorial fund has been established for the family of Cram at Iowa State Bank, and that's at number 5 East Call Street in Algona. Interested persons can mail a drop-off contributions at this location. A 41-year-old Hampton woman was injured in a vehicle versus bicycle accident Thursday around 7.45 p.m. The Iowa State Patrol reports 2016 Buick Enclave, driven by 73-year-old Ted Porter Hughes of Sheffield, was northbound on Olive Avenue, just north of 180th Street. Hughes began traveling up a hill while Emily Elizabeth Butshaw was at the top of the hill on the traveled portion of the roadway. The Buick, driven by Hughes, struck the bicycle ridden by Butshaw in the rear. Butshaw was injured, taken to a medical facility for further treatment. The accident remains under investigation by the Iowa State Patrol. Thursday, the Butler County Sheriff's Department transported from Blackhawk County 32-year-old Blake Hartzell of Waterloo, who was wanted on a warrant for violation of his probation from three different cases. The original charges included a controlled substance violation and possession of a controlled substance third or subsequent offense. A hearing to revoke his probation has been set for October 2nd at 2 p.m in Allison. A judge has found an Iowa man guilty in the murder of a 10-year-old girl who was missing for eight months before her remains were found in a pond. Henry Earl Dinkins was found guilty yesterday of first-degree murder and kidnapping and the death of Briasia Terrell. Her disappearance in July 2020 led to huge searches by dozens of volunteers and numerous law enforcement agencies. Fishermen found her body in March 2021 in a rural area north of Davenport. Prosecutors charged Dinkins with Briasia's death in May of 2021. They say he kidnapped and then shot her to death. She had been staying that night with uh, her half-brother and her father, Dinkins. Iowa's unemployment rate increased slightly in August, the first uptick in several months. Iowa Workforce Development Executive Director Beth Townsend says conditions on the national level factor in. It looks like 
uh, the national economy is having an impact in Iowa a little bit more than than we like to see. But, you know, we're not immune to the inflation and the rising gas prices and things of that nature. So we saw an uptick. Iowa's unemployment rate rose from 2.7% in July to 2.9% in August, while that national rate increased from 3.5% to 3.8%. She says those national economic factors can impact the decisions of Iowa businesses. It could be uh, some employers are cutting back on staff. Uh, maybe their business is being impacted even in a small way. You know, if even if employers are only shedding a few jobs individually, that can cumulatively add up to, I mean, two-tenths of a point. We're not talking a significant number here. Townsend says there were gains in some areas. Employers actually added 2,400 jobs in August, and that was after three months of job losses. So that was a good a good sign. And those were primarily primarily in uh, leisure and hospitality, I believe, and then education and health services. And she says Iowa's job market remains very strong. One of the numbers that uh, I think is important to remember is that the duration, the average duration of unemployment remains uh, historically low. So for the month of August, it was 9.7 weeks. So people even at once they become unemployed, are finding jobs in the fastest amount of time that we've seen since 1967, or in the shortest amount of time since we've seen since that, 67. Some critics say the jobs people are getting are not paying enough for them to live on. Townsend says there are good wages being paid in a lot of areas. The Green City Council this week approved a professional services agreement with the SEH firm for the city's water project. The first phase of the project will be updating the water system on North 4th Street. In other business, the Green City Council approved paying half of the tree removal reimbursements now in the next half of the next fiscal year. And trick-or-treating will be held in green on October 31st from 5 until 7 p.m. Thousands of Iowa elementary schoolers will be improving their physical and mental health as well as their self-esteem through a program called the Kids Heart Challenge. Amy Knoll, School Engagement Director for the Iowa Chapter of the American Heart Association, says the program gets kids moving through things like dance, jumping rope, and basketball while teaching them life-saving skills. Last year, we had 298 schools in Iowa that completed an event with us, and that was 11,847 students that took the challenge online. That doesn't include the kids that were offline. And we had 3,001 students watch our hands-only CPR video. The program employs eight colorful creatures, with each one teaching a lesson, including... The characters Bolt wants you to move more. Flash wants you to drink more water and eat fruits and vegetables. Star wants you to sleep more. Skip wants you to skip out and say no to vaping and tobacco. Youngsters taking part in the program can earn digital badges as well as keychains that uh, feature the critters. So the idea is if they have them hanging on their backpacks and then they go to grandma's house, for example, and grandma says, well, what the heck are those little keychains? And then they can say, oh, I'm glad you asked. Well, Flash wants us to remember to drink more water. And they can be the heart heroes in helping their families make heart-healthy choices as well. In addition to the CPR training, kids learn how to spot a stroke, ways to combat stress, and ideas for healthy eating. Knowles says studies find that kids who on a regular basis are active, will feel better, have improved mental health, build self-esteem, less likely to develop anxiety and depression. We know that helping others feels good, 
So starting at an earlier age to be part of something bigger than yourself, it just helps them be more confident and kind and leaders. And so we really want to start that at an early age as well, not only for the students, but for their families and for the staff in the school as well. There's clear evidence the hands-on CPR program works. As Noel says, a five-year-old on the East Coast recently took the course, helped save the life of a man who collapsed from cardiac arrest while at church. The program runs throughout the school year, and Noel says more Iowa schools are welcome to sign on by going to heart.org and then slash get started. Again, that's heart.org and then slash get started. Rainfall totals around the area in the past 24 hours. You can find the rainfall amounts by going online to radioonthego.com and looking under the weather tab. Alexander picking up four-tenths of an inch of rain. Allison a tenth. Chapin three-tenths. Charles City four one-hundredths. Clarion 24 one-hundredths of an inch. Fort Dodge 31 one-hundredths. Iowa Falls four one-hundredths of an inch. Mason City two-tenths. Rowan 45 one-hundredths. Webster City, one one hundredth, and in Hampton at our studios, the tenth of an inch rain falling in the past 24 hours. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 68 and the low of 55. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.